everybody. Welcome to the People's Cup. I'm going to be your host again. My name is Ray Garza. And today I'm joined here with some two stone cold stone motherfuckers in the building, man. A couple would of Austins. You, would you guys like to uh, introduce yourself? Go ahead, Steve. I'm Steve. Oh, <laughs> I'm Chris. This is my first time on the People's People's Cup. The People's Cup, man. I'm glad to have you guys both on. Steve. This is my second time or third time? Third time. Steve is a... A returning guest, always glad to have him on, and Christopher, Chris for shorts. It's actually Christian. 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 Yeah. It's actually Christian. Chris for shorts. We just been trying to record a podcast about some random shit, mm. and always on the People's Cup, we drink what the people want, and I'm making these gentlemen drink beers after they got completely obliterated last night. Yeah. Steve went to El Patron and drank and drank the which margarita? I don't remember what it's called, but it was blue, blue, a blue margarita, <laughs> a blue margarita. And, and it was icy. It was icy and it fucked him up. Yeah, and then I pull up to my house, you know, just looking for a nice quiet night in. What did and, you drink? Like? And these guys are, I'm not, I didn't drink anything. I was completely oh. sober. Yeah. I couldn't say the same for myself. We know what we live once, but anyways, Chris and I are sipping on the nice classic Corona beer. You know, I'll drink anything <laughs> as long as Corona. Dominic, yeah, man. I need Dominic, to take it easy today. Dominic yeah. Toretto said that from fucking Fast and Furious. Nice. Holy shit. So this one's for you, Dominic Toretto. That movie might have like the most product placement. So this one's like, I'll drink anything as long as a Corona. The Emoji movie, dude, is an entire ad. I have not seen the Emoji. And um, Steve is sipping on a nice, beautiful, my personal favorite beer, and the People's Cup always loves this beer, is a classic Dos Equis. Especial. Mm. Dos Equis. The most interesting man in the world. Interesting man in the world. But anyways, guys, on this podcast, we're going to talk about music and other things. That's the title of it. And I hope you guys enjoy. Is this for the music plays? Yeah. And we're back. So, gentlemen, let's dive in a little bit on this, this music life, man. You want to start off with local music or just, you know, the hits? How about we talk about what we've been listening to recently? Ooh. Okay. What you, unless that's start. intimidating. What do you mean listening you to? You just re- pretend. You just say that you've been listening to something cool. What do you mean? What have you been listening to? Um, a lot of this like Japanese, like funk jazz from the 60s and 70s. What are and they called? I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, it's like a Japanese name? Yeah, it's all it's all hieroglyphics for me. Okay. Sorry, listeners. We don't know what it's called. We don't know what it's but called, it's, but it's, it's really good. good. And if, if you contact me, I'll send so you. So who's the... List. So Mac DeMarco basically wrote... Uh, what's his big song? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what song you're no, talking, talking about because yeah. he he uh, sampled or covered, or it was a sample, really. Yeah, a, but is it that band? That kind of is that band kind of started this thing for me years ago, which is yeah. which sounds silly, being like a like I was a big Mac DeMarco fan. Found that song just through like because Spotify knows that that song is like got big and then it fed it to me and I was like that sounds familiar, you know. Yeah. But it's been good. It's been a cool journey. Yeah, man, music makes you feel a certain type of way, man. Um, personally, I've been listening to the St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I nice. listen to them a lot. They're a jazz, funk, kind of soul music. Um, they're from Alabama. Yeah, Love that band. They're really good. I listen to the gentleman from the UK. His name is Earl St. Clair. He has a little funk in him, you know, new age funk. And it's, it's really, really good, guys. I highly suggest you guys look both those two artists up and just check them out. Bro, I love the funk. 
What about you, Steve? What love, you what have you been listening to? Love some Wolfpack, bro. That's that's as funky as it gets for me right now. I don't know. My music lately, I haven't been great about honestly listening to music. I've been more into podcasts, but music wise, if we're going down my liked songs on Spotify, what do we got here? L C D sound system is always good. I feel like they're kind of uh pretty like polarizing for some people. People yeah. hate them or they love them, but what else? The new Glass Animals album was trash, but for some reason, <laughs> it's been played a few times recently by me. I haven't heard it at all. I didn't even know they released a new album. That's really bad. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> like they basically stopped making intricate beats and yeah. sounds, and it's just sorry, it's just really, really simple now and boring. And did they kind of become like what was that band called? Slender Bodies. Kind of vibe. Slender Bodies. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> do you Slender remember them? Yeah, they're, I do. They're like, have great beats, I guess. But They have some good songs. Really Slender Bodies. They're just more like, they're just too, like, it's just pop now. Like, right. Nothing interesting. It's just, it's just Maroon 5 <laughs> all over again. Bro, they, they wish they were Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so what is a band or an artist that you guys listen to that you hate that you like them? Oh, Guilty Pleasure, huh? Yeah. What's a Guilty Pleasure artist that you're like, fuck, I love these guys. Dude, I've got a but couple they're the worst. songs, but I don't know about <clears throat> artists. I kind of hold music to like a, I don't know, because like I play music and I produce music, so I don't really like listen to music. I, there's music that I yeah, like. No, I understand. I'm like, I take an element from it. I don't really like it as a whole, but it's hard for me to say like, oh, this is just like, I feel bad about listening <clears throat> to this. Dude, I hate to say this. How much I hate to say it, man. Who is it? I fucking love Drake, dude. I gotta say, man. I hate dude, it. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I was gonna say, I like love Drake. being in the club. I love being in the gym dude, and listen. fucking God's plan come on. And I'm like, this is exactly <laughs> what I wanna fucking listen to right now. Bliss yeah. is Drake. Oh, for sure. But like, dude, I mean, his I producers think, are amazing. I don't think there's a single person that's like, if they're in that environment, I don't think anyone's gonna be like, oh, who the fuck put on Drake? Bro? Exactly. Well, bro, we, yeah. went, we went to the club the other day, or not the other day, but I mean, a while ago, and I remember Dylan saying, like, is it bad that I want to listen to Drake right now? No. And I'm like, <laughs> it's fucking no, crazy. It's appropriate as hell. It's appropriate. But like, I don't really catch myself listening to Drake like by myself, like just in my room. And then I really yeah. like um, Up by Cardi B. I enjoy that song a lot. I've not heard that. It's like, if it's up, if it's up, then it's stuck. Yeah, but that's all, that's all like, like party music. You know? I produce trap beats. I listen to Drake for that reason alone. I, I don't think Drake's hard. I, you know, he's from Canada and he grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. And. <laughs> He's not. He has a son overseas that's hidden him. from the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pusha T. Why is he overseas? Pusha T. Uh, Pusha T. They got in that rap battle, and he like exposed Drake, saying he's like, "Oh man." Also, go, Drake's had beef with everyone. Oh, take care of your your fucking son. Um, I don't know why he's overseas, man. Maybe for taxes reasons. I don't know, dude. I mean, you gotta pay taxes for a kid. Yeah, bro. Really? Fuck yeah. You actually get way well not then, taxes, but that doesn't make sense. You get a tax break if you have a kid. I think so. Mm. If anyone listening wants to have a kid, just so they get more of my taxes, let's fake it. I don't know how things work in Canada. <laughs> let's yeah, fake. Let's Canadian. fake having a kid. To our Canadian listeners, uh, hit us up. Let's Canada, there, there is, there is some college. new, <laughs> there is some new viewers in um, Vancouver. Really? Yes, there is some new listeners in Vancouver. So shout out to you guys. You guys are always a pleasure. I'm oh, yeah. glad you guys listen to the People's Cup, and everyone listening to the People's Cup is being listened to in the United States. Brazil, mm-hmm. India, Hungary, Canada, Italy, and the great country of Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, wow. Switzerland. I have, I know some people in Canada. I know some people in Italy, but I have no, I don't know anyone in Hungary at all. Uh, yeah, man. 
I thought country was pr- pronounced Hungary. All right, but top, I was completely wrong. Top five uh, Hungarian artists go. Oh, that's a hard <laughs> one, dude. Top five Hungarian artic- artists. Well, I think I gotta go with you know um, Rick Ross. He seems oh, pretty hungry but, most of the time. No question. Um, I think I gotta go with uh, the name Fat Joe. Go with the name Fat Joe <laughs> because he, you know, he likes food. I feel like. Nice. his name. Hungry. Got it. <laughs> Hungry. That's funny. So anyways, back to the music. Back to uh, the music, man. Guilty yeah. pleasures. Okay. You, you uh, have Drake. 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 Drizzy Drake. I guess uh, any like new, uh, like super poppy indie artist, you know. Parcels. But, I mean, yeah, but they're like, the production's so good. Like, it's like it's genuinely really guilty. That was my, I was going to say like Kanye. Oh, well, Kanye's a shit though. Kanye's just like, I think you should start feeling guilty if you're like starting to listen to DMX now. You know what I mean? I don't like, I've never really listened to DMX though. I just like, I knew what? him. Rest in peace, by the way. He never gave it to you. I mean, I don't know. But Kanye, like, I guess it's more of a guilty pleasure because of like his shit outside of music that he has going on. But yeah. With Ye? On a production level, he's he's still a god. He'll always be a god. Ye's crazy, bro. Uh, yeah, parcels, I guess, isn't a guilty pleasure. They're just kind of fruity, but I like them. They're a little fruity. I mean, like, if you like coin, if I listen to them, I would say that that's like, bro, I fucking hate coin. Dude, fuck <laughs> coin, yeah. But I like coin. The thing is, I don't listen to them. Okay, there's this yeah. one guilty pleasure song. And honestly, everyone should check it out because it's kind of funny now that we <laughs> live in 2021, but it was called um, FU 2020 or something. But it's got such a fucking hook and it's kind of, it's just a banger. You know what I mean? And it's, it's dated now. It's, you know, you can't listen to it anymore because it's so like very like, yeah, fuck 2020, all this and that. But it's so good too, you know? There was a song, do you guys remember the song, uh, Go Fuck Yourself? Yeah, yeah, that song blew the fuck up. Yeah, it blew up and I like, it's still like such a good song, but now I just kind of don't like listening to it. Yeah, because it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty dated for like the time. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I feel like that's a... Ray, you a, mentioned, you know... A reasonable response. Ne- like neo-soul music. You listen to like a lot of like neo-R&B type shit. That seems to be like the most timeless for me. Because like, I, to be honest, I haven't heard Broken Bones in like a couple of years now. But I know if I listen to them again, like along with like Alabama Shakes or like any of those alternative, you know, Motown-y bands, then yeah, I, I could get down with them again. I think the reason why I like these guys so much is because like, I grew up in a household where I was shown like, you know, oh, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye and all these like old school, you know, Motown funky artists. Aretha Franklin that I'm like, man, these guys are good. Bro, but Marvin but, Gaye will like, I think he'll be timeless like forever. But I think the reason why I like these bands, because like we're going to take that era but make it very new, you know? And then they're, they're incorporated so many more instruments. Like, like I hate the re- reference this movie, but like La La Land, for example, when he was straight up saying there, he was like, you don't like jazz. You don't know fucking jazz. Elevator music is not jazz. And yeah. he's like, yeah, it's exactly. a fight. It's an argument. It's the trombone player fighting with the saxophone player. They're all making their own thing. Yeah. And then I did my own research. And I, I hate that I have to say this, but like he was like, they all live in New Orleans in a little shack from overseas and no one spoke the same language. And so the way they communicated with each other was through instruments. Mm-hmm. And I did a deep dive and I'm like, bro, that's true. Like they would all sit in a little shack, not knowing what the hell anyone was saying, they but they would just like compose off each other. And I'm like, I could vibe with this. And so language, bro. I love talking like about art, like that soul music. I love listening to like tiny desk and just seeing 
just the, all the instruments involved. It's like a, it's a pretty thing, you know? Yeah. And you can definitely, a lot of personality comes out in someone's playing. Not have mm-hmm. played with a lot of artists here in Albuquerque. I would say someone, I don't really need to talk to someone too much. If I start playing with them, I can tell, I can tell you about them. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's so prevalent the way that they would want to step forward with their instrument, the way they interpret different parts of section, you can kind of tell like what kind of music they've been listening to recently or like have like r- well rooted themselves. Like it's very obvious when you start to get into that yeah. like mindset. So does that happen to you when you're like playing? Yeah. Do you like find yourself playing like a little bit more like the stuff you've been listening to? Yeah, all, all the time. I, I kind of hate that about, you know, I think I've, I've heard a lot of musicians say this, but when you get like a, almost like a, you have like a, I don't know what the word would be like epiphetic, you know, like you have an epiphany in music. Yeah you have this like breakthrough experience, then you'll want to incorporate that idea so much that like you want to see where it fits, but then you got to dial it back kind of thing. But I've had like times where I've been with, you know, cause I listen to all genres, all walks of life, you know, and I'll have like someone be like, yo, like play it, play to this or whatever. They'll start playing. And then I'll just, I'll interpret it the way that I listen to music. And I'll say, okay, this is how I'm going to fit as a drummer. This is how I'm going to fit this piece and then they'll tell me like, Oh, like I felt like this. And like, that's yeah. like a really cool thing to like, say like what I'm doing, isn't wrong, you know, especially as a drummer, like what I'm doing is not wrong as long as it's obviously like in time and all this thing. And all these, and so, all this so does that mean like things. when you're working on a project, will you like restrict yourself from listening to certain types of music because you want to keep yeah, like definitely. a certain vibe? I'll, I'll definitely, like I just played a gig in Prescott, Arizona and, um, love Prescott, bro. You do love, love Prescott. Prescott. Uh, I mean, I've been there once. It's a retiree, super, super white, super white, old, yeah, yeah was, touristy. Yeah, but it was. It's, it's, a, it's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> I'd rather be in Flagstaff or, yeah, or Durango, of course, of course, of course, Santa Fe. You know, I lived in Santa Fe, yeah. but yeah, for this gig, I was like, like I love my bandmates. Like I've got this new project coming up, but I would get sent music like so much. I only had a week to prepare for it because you know I was just filling in. Only had like a week and a couple of days to prepare for this gig. And I was getting annoyed because like my homies were sending me like all of these like different tracks. And I was like, dude, like why are you sending me this now? Like I got to prepare for this gig. I can't listen to this because it does affect you. So it's like, I don't think most people realize, and I'm not speaking like as a musician, I just like, now that you've told me, but like uh, musicians are probably heavily influenced by music more than just the average person. And like, it affects like what they're performing. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure, dude. I mean, like, even the local sense, man, when I used to see your guys' band, old R.I.P., no diving perform, when I used to see, you we know. We out R.I.P. already? I mean, uh, no, really. that, that's a revamp on yeah. you guys, How about man. just a little hiatus, you know, a little well, furlough? I, I know Dylan has some stuff. Dude, I I, I got I know there, there is that beef between, you know, the, the drama of the bandmates, but, dude, like, do you feel the same by no diving? Oh. That song was fucking beautiful. Bro, they were playing shit at, uh... Yeah, fucking shriek at little bear. little bear, dude. Dude, I I love, I just love seeing this is my royalty check, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got producer tag bro, for that. It, it's the worst coffee shop song yeah. of all time. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, is that, that I'm does in not it, make sense. <laughs> There's people in there just doing homework and they're, they're like looking around. Like, they hear us go, "Hey, <laughs> Bob, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on, dude?" That was. But I just and back to the local sense, but I just love seeing people that I know just make fucking music. It's like a pretty thing from an outside perspective, nice. a non-musician that I'm like, I used to say you guys in this room across the hall, you know, just make music and make beats. I see Levi, my new roommate, you know, his band makes songs and make beats. I, you know, I, I'm good friends with the, 
the slums of Harvard people, you know, I see them make songs and I'm like, this stuff is fucking awesome to see. And I really love seeing it, man, because it's, it's yeah. a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah, man. It's a magic. It's it crazy. Is. Is, is Albuquerque kind of like a little creative hub? No. You can, so? can I be honest, dude? There's no standard for Albuquerque music. I think honestly, our artwork is especially like obviously in Santa Fe, but especially the artwork here it's is been so yeah, it's been around. It's been so insanely good though. Yeah. And and, I mean, and it's been yeah. recognized. Yeah. George O'Keefe is from here, man. I talked to him, bro. Yeah. Oh wait. Georgia O'Keefe. No. Georgia. No. He's dead. <laughs> isn't, isn't that her name? Georgia? Georgia uh, Keefe. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about George R. Martin? Santa Fe. She's a well, she, uh, world-renowned artist, and she's from Santa Fe. She painted uh, the vaginas, right? She's got a whole museum. I don't know about that, man. I'll uh, just say pink. I didn't go to any <laughs> vagina painting museums. Oh, you're missing out. But I'd love to get the address. <laughs> so please send me. I have a question for you, Ray. I know you're the, the, the host, but I, I'm actually curious. Hey, go ahead, dude. As a non-musician or someone that isn't musically, I, I don't want to speak for you, but it doesn't seem like you're musically inclined. I'm not. <laughs> don't you ever get the feeling of like, man, I want to be a part of that or like... I want like to see into that world. Have you had that experience? I did randomly buy a saxophone during quarantine and I did learn the <laughs> place. Have it? I do. I, and I'd learn the play stand by me. Oh shit. By Ben King. It was, it was, there's a video of Steve, you know, he sat outside cause I was uh-huh. being really outrageous with the saxophone. I was just playing to him, playing the, I was gorgeous. What read size do you use? I have no idea. Is it a three? Is it a big boy? What no, it? it's not a big boy. Is it an alto? What do you, it's what an alto. It's alto. an alto sax. Yeah, but the first instrument I ever learned was alto and then tenor sax. Well, I played the alto sax back in middle school because I was required. And uh-huh. I always just love the saxophone. I think I have a jazz name, Ray or Raymond. Yeah. But back to your question, dude. I feel like I could learn it. I feel like I could learn to play the guitar. I could learn yeah. to play the saxophone. But like, dude, like... I've just seen some of you guys, like even, you know, just people that I know, I'm just like, dude, it's just natural and it's fucking yeah. beautiful, you know? And there's nothing wrong with just enjoying it. Yeah, and I like, enjoy the shit out of it. I love going to concerts. I like, we went to see Magic City Hippies at Meow Wolf. I listened to one song before the concert mm-hmm. and I loved every minute. Oh, yeah. They're solid, though. I went, cool. Ra- I, went, a, I went to I went to Rascal. Magic City Hippies, that's a guilty pleasure. Bro, I went to fucking. Oh, that's the, okay, they're, they're for actually, sure. They're really fucking good, though. Bro, I went to fucking Rascal Flats and I loved it. Yeah. I just love seeing people <laughs> create music, bro. It's the best. It's so much fun. And so whenever you guys play at the Tory Barn or like fucking the launch pad, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is cool. Yeah. But I'm plugging it in right now in the People's Cup. Ray Chella is making a comeback. 2021. Holy shit. So everyone who doesn't know about Ray Chella, it's my birthday. <laughs> and um, I threw. You can't plug your birthday. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to plug my birthday, man. I got I to gotta say. I threw a rager when I turned 23 years old, guys. And Are I'm you talking, 23 and I'm, now? I'm 20, turning. I'm, about, I'm 24. About to turn 25. Holy shit, bro! Dude. It was almost two. This birthday would be two years ago. Rachella was two Holy years ago. Rachella was supposed to be the greatest festival slash party that ever existed, and it was at the peak. No, bro, the peak would have been like an hour after the. But due to unusual circumstances, they got canceled. Cops were called. And uh, um, but you know, like I said, like you know, we had a lot of stuff going on at that party, man. Like I remember you guys were playing, and I just remember seeing. I was also obliterated drunk. And I just remember everyone was jumping in the pool while you guys were playing music. And I'm like, this Obligerated. is whatever it's called. I like that word. And I was like, it was fucking magical, dude. And so what Rachel is going to be, it's going to be a beautiful music festival. At an Airbnb. Somewhere. I haven't decided yet. Well. Locations unclosed, everyone who's listening. What do we think everything's going to be like in September? I don't It's going to be, it's going to be, people are going to wear masks by choice. For sure. I think it's going to be calmed down. I think we can have parties. But anyway, back to what I'm saying. I want it to be a music festival. So I know we're going to have no diving, hopefully come out of 
out of hiding, make a performance. We got side Montero on the trap. Oh, of course. And I plugged in a little bit with the, um, the guys of slums of Harvard. If they want to come play, they said they're more than welcome or more than down. And so there's supposed to be a really good festival. And now all the listeners are more than welcome to come party, especially the Canadians. Yeah, bring the Canadians. With, with, and bring your, you know, uh, actually, bring your healthcare too. There's going to be, bring Drake and your stars. There's going to be three people that aren't invited. Okay. Put the name under close. The, the name unnamed. Oh, we know. But if you, if you know who you are, those three people, you are not welcome to Rachel. I, I really hope they're not listening. <laughs> I hope you have a shitty time. <laughs> I, I know who it is, maybe. Do I, I, do I? We can speak about it off air. Mm. You cannot speak it. I mean, off air. I mean, I guess this is off air now, technically, but. I think it's just suspicious. He has my known. He has my not know. Like, is it? I know. Is it beep? You know, or is it? Is, <laughs> is it beep? Or is it? Beep, oh you shit! Know? I thought it was beep. <laughs> you never fucking know. I'm just saying, man. I fucking hate beep, bro. Fuck her. Beep. <laughs> it's not a girl. Yeah, they are. I didn't oh. think so. Oh, all, no. all three of them are girls. I will say that. Oh, oh. Well, then we had to add a fourth to that list. Beep. Oh yeah, and, and little beep. <laughs> Wait, now I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> all right. Don't worry about it. Let's we'll move on. Circle back around. Uh, anyway, what was the question you asked him about uh, musicianship? You know, the question not- was if I feel sorry that I'm not musically inclined. Like I, didn't the rest of you guys. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It's the perspective I, of someone being. I'm just messing around with you. Outside of music, no. looking in. Yeah. But like, I feel like I'm outside of music, looking in. Because like. But you play music. Like, you think of me as a musician. And like, technically it's true. But like, the type of music. I like have grown up with and learned isn't like it, it is applicable to somebody probably more talented but for me it's like I can't really do much with it and it's like you know it doesn't really fall into my interest but yeah. like the classical world is a lot different than the music that is you it, guys would you are say around. it was like orchestral because you're yeah, vi- you're violin all I, you're, you're, I was, oh, yeah violin and you know I played in AYS yeah you're violin by background yeah, yeah and it's you know there was no production no like nothing like yeah outside of the ordinary when it came to my music background. But I mean, like it does mean I'm like, it probably helped me like develop like a good singing voice and like a way to like find like harmonies and stuff. But other than that, there's like not much I can do with it. So like you and I, Ray, I think are on that same level. I mean, I can't play the violin. You can play the sax though. Stand By Me by Ben King. I can very shitty. (sighs) Get a bar your sax. Of course he was right there. It's been sitting there since I learned Stand By Me and I didn't want to do it anymore. But that was, it was just quarantine, bro. I was doing some crazy shit during quarantine. That was too, man. Quarantine, Steve and I would wake up at 5 p.m. and eat Whataburger for like a week straight and play COD. Sounds disgusting. Call of Duty. Oh, it was, well, it was bad, bro. Whataburger. Yeah. But maybe some tacos. Tacos. <laughs> Dude, Steve would have made breakfast tacos and we were eating that shit every day. Yeah, those, those were good. It was in rough time. But no, I mean, music is just, I feel like back to the music thing, it's just everyone enjoys music. You gotta, I feel like you can't say you don't enjoy music because it's so incorporated in our lives and every aspect, if you really think about it. Yeah. You know, have you ever listened to a song and you're just driving and you're just like, it brings back fucking great memories. Yeah. Like a song could do that, you know, or if you listen to a song and it brings back bad memories, it it's, does that. It has the, the power to do that. It's the country music complex, bro. <laughs> the only reason people enjoy country music is because of the memories. Oh, it's because I want a dog in a truck. And True. Or the, the idea. I'm just messing around. What are some artists that do that to you? Do you remember I'm listening to California by the Lagoons? Gets you. I just like, I love listening to that song. And there's a lot of sax in that song, right? There's a lot of sax in that song. I think that's one of the big reasons why I like it. But this song in particular, 
I will tell you about it. Let me just pull it up on my phone. It's called Hang Loose by Hello <laughs> Goodbye. And the reason why I love that song so much, man, is because about a year and a half ago. Man, I swear to God. If you better talk about Hawaii. <laughs> a year and a half ago, I was with my best friends in the sunset of beautiful Hawaii. Mm. Seeing the ocean, the sunset. And I remember the song was just playing. And I just like looked at all your guys' faces and I'm like, fuck, this idiots. is fucking beautiful, dude. Like, oh, that's so cute. What are you the doing? fucking... The, the the people are beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. You know, it was just such a beautiful time. So every time I listen to it in the car, I like there's like a split second where I'm like, I'm back in Hawaii, just listening to this song, enjoying stuff. We all have that kind of song, of course. Yeah, yeah for sure. I I was in San Diego when uh, what's that fucking Portugal the Man song that came out? They got big, like their biggest song. I miss standing by you. What is it called? Uh, uh, coming out of feel, left feel field. it still, feel it still, feel it still, yeah, feel it still. Yeah. Feel it still. And that song came out while we, while we were out there, and we listened to that song maybe like hundred times over the span yeah. of a three day trip. And like, yeah. obviously it's overplayed now, but it's still like fun. And every time I hear it, I just think of that trip, but everybody has that kind of song. What about further, like further back than that? Like what are the songs like of middle school Ray or middle school Steve? Ooh, uh, Suzuki <laughs> book <laughs> yeah. two, because I would listen to it every night when I was going to sleep. Crank that yeah. by a soldier boy. Really? You. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. That song was, I was, that was weird in middle school when that shit came out. Yeah. That song, bro, I was rapping fucking sex dirty songs by fucking T-Pain when I was like 14 years old. Like bartender, bro, is straight up about him trying to have sex with yeah, a bartender. Too, dude. And I'm like, I'm at the bartender shop. I used to listen to so much Lil Wayne <laughs> and like old Kanye, like 808s and Heartbreak Kanye, like in elementary school. Like, there was a time where we listened to Lollipop by Lil lollipop. Wayne and I thought it was an actual lollipop, not, no, a, pe- that's, uh, not a penis. <laughs> oh, it's Lollipop. Bro, doesn't Fifty Cent have a the candy shop? Candy one? shop, yeah. same shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude, just Bro, so bad. In middle school, our, I, the bus driver every morning would fucking blast my kiss ninety seven point three, and I just remember hearing Carmen calls. And then like uh, hearing bedrock. Yeah. yeah. I can make your bedrock. Yeah, bro. Dude, that's like every morning. We were bumping Ooga, that booga. shit. <laughs> we were bumping that shit. There was no like. I was just like man. I'm... That was that was middle school right for me at least. I don't really remember my middle school days like. I love. I'm surprised school. you guys can. I fucked with middle school, bro. <laughs> if I could go back to relive it, I would. Middle school? I love middle school, dude. It was fun, dude. I was so bullied in middle school. I think I a was terrible just like, middle school experience. Really? Yeah, it's awful. Bro, I think I was maybe like underdeveloped in middle school. <laughs> dude, I'm being honest. I I liked middle school more than I liked high school, man. High school sucked. Yeah, fuck high school. Mm, I mean, I was like, I like floated through high school though. Even college was kind of terrible for there for a while. Yeah. I mean, any, any scam is always terrible, you know? But the sweet spot, bro, I don't know. I'm still peaking, bro. Uh, I haven't peaked yet. I don't know. But, like, middle school, even, like, what about high school? What were, like, some high school songs that came on? You're, like, when you listen to the song, you're, like, damn, this was high, so high school, you know? So we're talking, like, 2012 through 2016? Yes. Or 20, yeah, whatever. I was listening uh, a lot I of, I don't like, even know. Listening to a lot of, like, Kings of Leon, Young the Giant. Kings of Leon, bro? I was uh, like an old Taper Jean girl. Young the Giant's good. I like Young the Giant. I was like an old Arctic Monkeys fan. Yeah, Arctic Monkeys. I hate like to Arctic. say it, but probably like the Killers. That was probably like the Killers a lot, here. dude. Yeah, yeah. KG Elephant. Dude, yeah. we used to have this teacher named Verve was- and like Muse. You remember those bands? Mm-mm. Oh, I remember Muse. Yeah, not the, very the Verve. You never heard of them? Is there anything? This is there's probably like the answer's probably no. But is there anything that you were listening to like back then that has kind of stuck around and you still? Yeah, I'm listening to it now. Kid Cudi, uh, oh, yeah. Man on the Moon albums, the first two. Yeah, like, what'd you think of the third one? 
Honestly, dude, can I be honest? Of course. They were like, I, I it was not a, another, I don't know, dude, because like the theatrics was like, man on the moon, three, we're coming back, you know? It just seemed like, to be honest, so dude, it was too trap for me and too trap for Kid Cudi, in my opinion. Yeah. That's old me that's saying that, though. And like, I love Kid Cudi's and I, I, I love his project with, with Yay, mm. Kid See Ghost. I think that was like oh, really yeah. well done. And like the Scots, like I really like the little duo with Travis. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were nice. Like Man on the Moon 3 was a flop for me. It was a flop for me too. But an EP that I really enjoyed was um, Cul-de-Sac by Charles Gambino. I came out when I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah. And that shit still slaps. Yeah. You think day. so? Bro, Heartbeat by Charles Gambino came out when I was you a freshman. You think it's a little dated on the production? I mean, well... We can listen to songs from the '90s that are outdated on production. We still love them. You know? I don't think so though. Not, but not some of them though. Like, not some of them. I'm saying any, at, least, at least a few of them. Any, you know. Like if we go back song. to Marvin Gaye, like that production is. Well, we gotta talk. So we can talk about music production for a second. We can talk about the difference between, yeah, you know, analog production. Yeah. And I have zero information on that, so I would love to hear digital. you talk about it. There's this argument where people are like, "Oh, like analog gear, analog production from specifically like '60s, '70s." We're talking like. Beatles, yeah. you know, we're talking, you know, all of these bands, like there's so many, we, we can go through this entire list, but it's great production. Even today, by yeah. today's standard, Fleetwood Mac, you know, in the seventies, yeah. all yeah. this fucking great shit. And people, people make this argument like, yeah, analog gear was warmer. You know, there was like more of this, like, you know, tape feel like all this shop. Can I be honest, dude? Digital gear is obviously, well, obviously better, better, but you know, a blend to in today's world is like key. I think to be honest, the real reason we still look back to the sixties and seventies, like vocal production and all this stuff is because it was hard as fuck. And if something is super fucking hard, a less people do it. The people with money do it, the studios and like yeah. the best fucking artists are doing That's it. A, so who today is the best at combining analog and digital? <sighs> I think everyone would probably say like Kevin Parker. Maybe I would say like a lot of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too far into like the hip hop world with that kind of uh, tone, but there are mostly, mostly digital, mostly digital. Yeah. Like you think like 808s and, and trap beats oh, and I stuff, know. but um, there's national beta were around in the sixties. No, they weren't. <laughs> uh, you'd have to wait until the synthesizer came out, but yeah. So essentially you had to use your ears and that was your only you know, teacher and being a young producer. Now you get kind of bombarded with a lot of these like, this is how you produce, like pay me $200 and not, you know, it's all this like scam bullshit, but it'll be like, here's your EQ. For example, bring down the three K you've got like this visual, you know, full band equalizer. And it's like, if you want this sound, you do this, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's mixing with their eyes now. You know what I mean? Cause you can see everything in your DAW, your digital audio workstation. And that kind of removes a lot of that need to like really fix your music, you know, so coming from a place of like, yeah, I have digital now, mostly digital. I've got some analog gear that I haven't really been able to like incorporate too well. Yeah. Because it's so expensive. All this shit is so fucking pricey and I'm not a rich kid, you know. But um, yeah, like Childish Gambino's digital production, you've got like old. And you know what? It's really funny because uh, Post Malone made, uh, what was that song? Is it like uh, a song or? No. The, oh, White Iverson? White Iverson. Yeah, bro. He made that shit in GarageBand, bro. And <laughs> what? Really? He did, that. he did. And he only spent like 500 bucks on his like music video. Like it was so low budget yeah. and that shit blew up. But yeah. yeah, that was like a rare case of like using all of these like yeah. 
really basic tools, he made something really great. Well, like like Steve Lacey, right? Records with, with his yeah, phone? Yeah, Steve Lacey is a perfect example yeah. of this. Completely digital. I don't know about it anymore. Completely digital, but he, he fucking has it. He has the ear and he knows what to do. And he knows how to mix. And if you get, if you got that, then you can work with anything mm-hmm. is kind of the thing. But um, yeah, man, you start working with analog compressors and you work, work with analog gates. They work better. But yeah, there's like also like this weird like thing where there's a cloud on like the highs of digital production. There was this thing with analog production where there was like a buildup in the lows. And like, it, it's just like if you start to mix and you start to work with compressors and, and gates and, and, and all of these different things, then you can achieve a great sound. Yeah. But so honestly, like, bro, I don't want to take away from like now. No, but like now that everyone has like the same tools at their disposal today, like mm-hmm. you still think it's all, it always just is going to come down to like natural skill and always yeah completely yeah. i think more people and you know what i think steve you may have talked about this off air but you said you wanted to kind of talk about like the, the rise in like bedroom producers or like home studios yeah. yeah so like more people have the ability to make music now than ever yeah. before yeah. or produce music and record yeah and a lot since so many people are doing it the market is so saturated That's what i was gonna say like it's great like just as a fan of music yeah but it does make it harder to like i mean for just like the untrained ear, like mm-hmm. Ray or myself, like to hear like the difference between really good production and not so great production. Yeah. And the way I would compare it is just being like a normal social media influencer or like a YouTuber, like just because you got the camera, just because you've got, or like, let's say a podcast. Yeah. Let's say you've got the nice mics, you've, you know, you've got some cool, interesting people to be on your podcast. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're going to be hitting top, you know, you're not going to be hitting Rogan numbers right away. Or you're not going to be, you know, be hitting Summer Ray numbers, even though you got like a nice ass. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's different. If you have a nice enough ass, I'm sure you could build up a following. But, oh, I, I, but like in social media, like just like you see like some of these TikTok, TikTok stars or like these like, you know, like, like Twitter, dude, like some random ass people just have like huge ass Twitters for like no it, reason. It, yeah, <laughs> that is very true. Everyone could have a Twitter account. Yeah. But only a few people get seen. YouTube's, I think, is probably the best example of this, you know. Some oh, YouTubers sure, just bro. fucking huge, you know, and then there's <laughs> like, why the fuck is this like a so huge popular? gap. Yeah. It's like millions or, or thousands, you know, yeah. it really, yeah. It's like so hard to make it. Yeah. Like once you make it, like it's just, like, it, yeah. You seem to just keep coming up, I guess. Yeah. But is that a life to live though? What, like a musician or chasing, a YouTuber? Or not, not a music, just, just a fame? YouTuber, man. Like, um, I mean, it's a hard fucking gig, dude. So like I, I, we were for an example, again, and we were in Hawaii and Tori saw those, those, those influencers, those like young girls. And when we were hiking to the to the waterfall to go cliff cliff jumping or whatever, bro, like these girls were vlogging the whole trip, and I'm yeah. like, you were around them, we're right behind them, and I'm like, bro, enjoy this. Put shit. your phone down, God, look, right, look right. where the fuck you're at, you know. Yeah, Take a picture, put it away, and I'm like, no, I don't think I would even want that, regardless dude, of what the yeah, money totally. was. Music is different because like when you're making music, you're fucking creating yeah, something beautiful, you know, like. Yeah, and but I feel like with that, it's just kind of like it depends on your attitude, man. I know people that are in music. I had this one guy tell me he fucking idolizes. I won't name drop. He idolizes Ed Sheeran. He thinks he's amazing. And, and you know what, dude? And like he wants to like fucking go to California. He wants to go to LA and like become like this fucking second Ed Sheeran and like be huge. Like that's his goal. Is like be fucking big, get pussy, get laid, get get these numbers, get yeah. money, get paid. The thing I, is, like, that's when, not why I'm in music. No, the people who made it big, like, probably were just, you know, doing shit for their own enjoyment first. Mm-hmm. And then definitely other people kind of graduated towards that. And that's what, why they're big now. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I think with like some like leisure, a little bit, there's some bands that are really awesome that like you tell they're just making music because they love it. 
Mm-hmm. But you see a lot of artists that are just like, I just need to create a bop. And I'm going to yeah. continue to create bops. And, and, and that's like, like well, that's if, cool, any, but if you see any fucking movie star or like TikToker or YouTuber, like drop a song, mm-hmm. they're not fucking making that song because they enjoy music. <laughs> no. You don't think so? No. What about they're, Joe Curie, dude? Who's that? Uh, Joe Curie. Oh, is that from Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is his name? Roddy something. I'll send you his stuff. It, it's actually good. Really? Yeah. Joe Curie's music. He's the guy that looks like me. Roddy Rich? Remember I drove up, dressed up <laughs> no, like Roddy Steve Rich. from yeah, Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Roddy Rich is the guy he collabed with? Is that his name? No, his name, his, his like producer, singer, uh, or his, his artist name is like Roddy something. I mean, I'm sure there's like a few cases where like. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, no, 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 that's, I'm sorry. Uh, DJO, DJO. His top song is called Roddy. Oh, no, well, there's a lot of people that are just good as shit, you know, and they're good at making music, but then you have like, yeah, or there's people that have a fuck ton of money and can hire really good producers. Exactly. Which is also, yeah, very true. Drake. Drizzy Drake, man. Drake has some fucking bangers, bro. Fire producers, dude. Yeah. Drake. What, what has Drake made? Like that? I Like, is it all of his old shit? Like, has he made any of his news? Like, how did he like get to where he is today? I should have no idea. The album Take Care was insane. But like, what, where did his his fame started as on Degrassi, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think normal. he just got in, in touch with like a great producer right yeah. off the bat. I mean, yeah, he might have just gotten in at the right time. Yeah, because nobody really knows like what his producing skills. Well, he was also the first one to talk like about like sad rap music, if that makes sense. For the time being, everyone was like, "Does he write his own songs?" Fuck no. Yeah. But like in the beginning, bro, like the whole Take Care album is completely sad. There's not one happy song on there, and people are like, "I'm sad. I gotta listen to Marvin's Room My Room, all fucking <laughs> depressed." But then, like, now it's, like, you go listen to God Plan, then you're fucking bumping it. It's, like, it's just such a gap, you know? Even, like, with, like, Ye, you know? Like, Kanye, bro, like... Dude, exactly. That's why I love Ye and Pharrell, because they, they like, even though they're making their own shit, it's just such a gap from every different album. Like, Yeezus was better than... Or not not better. Yeezus was completely different than fucking 808 Heartbreak, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Or fucking... What's the one he just created? The Jesus one? Jesus is King. That album, dude. Jesus is King is way different than fucking Graduation. You know, it's just, it's kind of insane. Life of Pablo, dude. Life of Pablo is so Life fucking good. Bro. Dude, I still fuck with Life of Pablo. Yeah. yeah, but then you see like people like Drake with their albums and it's like, it's relatively pretty much the same. And But I mean, yeah, I, mean, I would agree. No, I mean, knock it, like, I mean it's, it's working. He's been the top of the game for well, a while now. Some of those albums I think are created just to do numbers. Like they're not really, like, I don't think they're considered projects as much as like Kanye stuff is. Yeah, it's definitely like studio quotas. Label quotas. You have to fucking make an album. And you have like the whole like Sunday church Kanye was doing for a while. Like that fucking was fucking Scorp- crazy. Isn't Scorpion like 20 songs or something? Like it's huge. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea about that. And Chris Brown made like a 60 song album. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I forgot about that, dude. Well, I didn't, sure I never listened to the whole like, thing. Right, come on, bro. No, it's like, <laughs> who would? Like crazy. No, it's, you, you guys might judge me for this. This is another guilty pleasure, bro. But you know a rap artist that I fuck with a lot and I think he's really good and people like, oh, he just made that one song. That's why he's popular. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's going to be, is it like a fairly recent song? When did it come out? Uh, t- 2010. T- t- somewhere between 2010 and 2020. Oh. And it made one song and got big <laughs> off of it? So within last year and 10 years ago. Last 10 years. <laughs> I'm giving me a lot to work. I'm trying to think of one, one song. One hit wonder. He, he hit, no, it's not a one hit wonder. He created yeah. one song. Yeah. And it was fucking popping. Oh, I know who it is. But then he, but then he created some more albums, and it's actually fucking good. I know who it is. I'm He's a rapper. Steve. I'm gonna switch. Steve. You know, you're gonna think about it. and You're gonna be like, "Fuck, how did I not get that right?" 
uh, fuck, I have no idea. Two, like two, like 2010 and 2020 is too wide. I'm sorry. Okay, 2000, <laughs> 2015 and 2020. Uh, two, let's, okay. Dude, how do you know who this 2014, is? 2014, 2017. Made one big song? And then after Oh, that. fucking uh, Designer? No, no, oh. no. Designer shit sucks. Okay, I've got... <laughs> I actually... He, remember he has really good music. He's a rapper. Really? But he created one song and it was like fucking the worst, but it was a bop. It was a terrible song? It was terrible. All right. I'm going to say who I think it is. You're talking about Lil Nas? Nope. Okay. That's a good guess though. But oh, I was just thinking that. Or are you talking about like his Old Town Road, the song? Are you talking about Psy? Nope. Okay. He's, he, he Wait, has, is Psy the fucking gangster? Yeah, yeah. Gundam Psy, yeah. <laughs> he created one song that was like in everything, but then he, but then he created more albums and they're actually good. And they're actually really but good. But not in the spotlight in the same way? Is that what you're not saying? Not in the spotlight. Like, he, I mean, he's big because of that song. Can you give me a, a piece of media where the song he won a, he won, Let's say he won a, a, he won a Grammy. Oh, so we should know who it is for sure. He won a, he won a Grammy for this album. Mm-hmm. I've never paid attention to Grammy. He won a Grammy over Kendrick for this album. In what year? Like 2017? It was before Wait, that. Wait, when, like when Damn, when Damn dropped? Like, yes. He won over yes. Damn? He won, he over, won Damn. over Damn. Okay, Wait. hold on. He won, the, he won the best rap rap album, and everyone was fucking pissed. I won't look it up. Ah, fuck. fuck. Macklemore. I feel like I've Macklemore. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Bro, he he made Thrift Shop, oh. and it was yeah, that fucking better be your fucking god awful. <laughs> but bro, his new shit, his like rap album, like this. like Kevin and like fucking like all his other raps are good, bro. Bro, that's old. That's got to be like twenty what thirteen. No, no. Thrift Shop has been out since like eighth grade. I think. Yeah, no, it's been fuck out forever, no. dude. I I'll look it, at this. I'm looking at that right now. No, but uh, I don't. I honestly couldn't like. I can't <laughs> say whether I think Macklemore is good or not because I don't I haven't really listened to him. But I remember, like, there was a super emo phase in my life where I thought Wings was the fucking most badass song. <laughs> Wings is good too, bro. <laughs> oh, the Wings song, yeah. Twenty twelve, dude. Fuck. God I'm damn, off. bro. I know. Yeah, but he did win that album over Kendrick, and everyone's pissed off though. Well, I was too. Wait, what album over Kendrick in twenty seventeen? It wasn't twenty seventeen. Let me see. I'm looking at it right now. Wasn't damn. Over damn? It wasn't damn. Oh, okay, then not like, <laughs> uh, then I'm like, what the hell? Did did Kendra did damn win best album? I think it did actually. It had to have. I'm, I'm trying to find out. How do you guys feel about uh, seeing Pac and uh, Bruno Mars together? Are they fucking beautiful, bro? It's fucking great. It's so good, dude. Yeah, the Sonic. What do they call themselves? Sonic Boom or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking good, Sonic dude. Sonic Youth. No. <laughs> oh, that unheard of band. They run the they they oh, in Silk Sonic. 2014. Silk Sonic. 2014. They won the heist, best rap album for the heist and best new artist. Oh, that's fucking. Who's the DJ? Ryan Lewis or whatever. Mm-hmm. That one best album. Yeah, over fucking Kendrick Lamar's. Uh, was the what's the huge ass song that's like the ceiling can't hold us song? Is oh, it can't hold us. Yeah. So I'm I'm convinced then the Grammys is strictly about like streams. It has yeah, to you be. think so? Like, I mean, who wins? Like, every year, do, you, do we honestly think it goes to, like, the best album and the best artist? I mean, I actually like, have no idea how these things are like, judged. I think, I think it's about numbers, because, like, Dua Lipa has won some shit, and, like, sh- like strictly just, like, a pop star. But Megan Thee Stallion won some stuff this past year that I thought was well-deserved. Megan Thee Stallion? She's, like, 6'5". Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's... We get, we get, bro, she ain't your pop artist. She your teammate. We get invited to the fucking hoops, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she had come pull up at fucking she dunked on the boys and girls club to run the hoops at 6 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> Fuck. All right. 
Where are we at? Where's our running time? 45 minutes? 45 minutes, gentlemen. All right. Good time to wrap it up, probably. We talked about music. What about other things? We could talk a little for like 10 minutes about other things. Okay. Things not music? You guys like Frank Ocean? I like Frank Ocean. <laughs> I like Frank Ocean. When is this album going to drop? It's never, never. going to drop bro. I will, dude. He's going to wait till like no, next we're year. old. No, next year. We'll see. Bro, remember he was supposed to be in that festival with Tyler the Creator and it was fucking Drake and everyone was pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's they, because it was they like actually a, booted him, right? It was a surprise and it was like, everyone was like, it's fucking Frank Ocean. Yeah. And then fucking Drake comes out with Goth Clown. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Drake. And people were so pissed off. <laughs> we wanted Frank, goddammit. Yeah, Frank fans aren't really Drake fans, dude. No. <laughs> Can you imagine being, what's the, it's called Camp, what? what's the festival called? Uh, was it Flogna? Yeah, Camp Flogna, and it's fucking Drake headlining <laughs> Fire Festival. I'm sure there was a, a handful of people that were like, oh, fuck yeah, bro, we're gonna see fucking Drake. But everyone would probably. They wanted Frank Ocean. For no, sure. but everyone was saying Frank was dropping an album last year, right? Because. Uh, because he released two singles, yeah. But also, like, it was Channel two Orange years in 2014. Right? Damn, that was and a long then, time ago. And then uh, 2016, Blonde. Was it 2016, Blonde? Yeah. Oh, shit. 20 years, bro. It was in 2014. It was 20. Within 2012. Was it 2012, 2016? 16. And so then 2020 would have been the next one? I think so, yeah. So I guess it was last year. Yeah. All right, for the other things segment, favorite movie and why? Oh, fuck. Um, this is the last question, then we'll wrap it up, gentlemen. I think Chris and I have the same favorite movie, though. Is it, yeah? Is it Blade Runner? It's Whiplash, bro. Okay, I have, my, I have to speak my piece about that. You don't like it anymore? I mean, as a musician, Ugh. it doesn't make sense. So but, but like as a film lover, of course, it's one of my favorite films for sure. What doesn't make sense about it? There's a lot of like the actual music. Like it's not even really jazz. <laughs> it's not jazz at all. <laughs> like, just I don't. Well, anyway, I I can go on about it. But no, uh, as a movie, I like love. Um, what's his name? Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. I love him. J.K. Simmons. He's fucking great. Very good. There's not really any other like. Big time actors in them. It's a small movie, though. That's yeah. the thing. It's like it's a good movie. I do love it. No, you're right. It's probably so one, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I'll say that. It's the same guy who did La La, La La Land, man. Yes, sir. Damien Chazelle. Did Damien you guys watch his Apollo Chazelle. movie? I did just because I like him and First it was man? terrible. It was Bad? boring. Yeah, I it was terrible. It. But it was it wasn't it wasn't. It, I just don't know why Damien Chazelle had to direct make it, it. Make yeah. a space movie <laughs> because it just wasn't. It didn't feel like it was his style. It just felt very. I was excited basic. about it. I, I haven't seen it yet though because it was a Ryan only, Gosling, right? pretty much only because everyone said it wasn't good. But I, just, I guess I should just watch for myself. What was it called? First Man. First Man. First Man. It wasn't bad. It was just boring. It was just not Damien Chazelle. That's it wasn't the, Damien uh, Chazelle. And that's the reason I watched it. Yeah, like the reason why La La Land was so good because he fucking directed that movie. That's his fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever baby. see um, Ad Astra? Yeah, yes. dude. I fucking. It's another boring space movie. I walked out, dude. Yeah. I haven't finished it. I got to the part where they're like shooting in, in the on the moon or whatever. Oh, that's like the most exciting part of the movie. I, after that, yeah, as, like, after as, that as soon as that ended, like, I was like, Fuck this yeah, piece. So I was like one of two hell. people in the theater. It's like a cool scene, but like but the movie that, that I walked out of was uh, three billboards outside of whatever Missouri. You didn't finish it? Can I be honest? I don't really remember. I saw the movie, but I don't remember. That movie was so long, and piece. I finally was like, I, I can't sit through this anymore. It's too long. It's too boring. I gotta go. But then I, I guess as soon as I left, it got fucking good, and I still haven't seen it. I remember it was what? good. I don't remember it being boring, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I walked out of the snowman. 
Oh yeah, that's when we, we had movie pass. We could do whatever the fuck we want during that. Yeah, that's, was, that's how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was walking to movies left and right. Dude. It, it was, was like, oh, <laughs> fucking uh, Justice League movie pass. Sign me fuck, up. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it's free. <laughs> who's like the Who's the German actor? Uh, it's like in fucking X Men. He plays like the young Magneto. And oh, um, fuck! I know who you're talking about too. Is he the guy from? You're talking the guy. Uh, He's an Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Fuck. What's, what's his name? name? I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, the. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Yes. So the snowman is with him. It was, I, haven't, I haven't even heard this. It's fucking awful. And yeah. he's like, uh, like an what do you say, Glorious Bastards? He was like, nine. When they're pointing, <laughs> when they're pointing a gun at his balls. Oh, yeah. Say yeah, goodbye yeah. to your Nazi boss. And, yeah, yeah. and he was like, it's a shame that we have to waste good scotch. Oh, no. He says, like, say, have we the same to your Nazi boss? <laughs> Get closer to the mic. <laughs> Fuck it. Say if we just ain't talking about. Well, it was like it was like freaking Jojo Rabbit when they said the words. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it for Jojo Rabbit. Oh, you're you're canceled, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not canceled. Do you want the audio clip? Anyone could take out a. It's fucking Jojo Rabbit, bro. It's the movie he said. Jojo Rabbit. 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 Jojo it's isn't a, even German, bro. It's fucking Taika <laughs> Waititi. It's about it's Germany. About, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. I love Taika too, man. Dude, uh, we got the new fucking Thor movie coming out. Love and Thunder, man. It's gonna be great. You think so? For oh, sure. it's gonna be super weird and Sound super to funny. Sounds to me. Why? It's, I mean, it's the same same director, same cast as Ragnarok, bro. There's some. Um, That's a non. I mean, there's some Ragnarok non- is Taika's least my least favorite movie from Taika Waititi. Oh. I guess I'm not really. I haven't really deep dived into his his shit, but like, mm. have you seen Hunt for Wilder People? I have, I have, I the have, boy, I, I think I have to agree with you. Can it's his favorite king it's, shit. It's, those movies are good. I mean, I have so like good. I was like, I'm I'm not like they're low budget. I just haven't seen them. So and he's um, I think Love and Thunder is gonna be good because they're gonna. This is like the first time we're intru- introducing non heterosexual relationships into Marvel. Really? Good because because <laughs> it's in uh, well, what's your face. Uh, the one who rides the horse. <laughs> what the fuck's her horse name? Girl. Wait. She rides the horse and she. Yeah, we got horse girls in Marvel now? No. Remember the, the fucking. She's the horse girl and she like. Yeah, Valkyrie? Yes. Yeah, I knew her name. Thank the time. fucking God, bro. Valkyrie, I'm pretty sure she's going to be gay. Good. Okay, good. Cool. No, I so saw they're going to incorporate that. It's a, that's going to be hilarious. Mark Ruffalo is funny as fuck. I like Mark Ruffalo too. <laughs> He's going to be in the movie. Um, and I feel like. Taika is a kind of director that just lets uh, actors do whatever they want. And that's why it's funny. Yeah. Honestly, dude. Like, bro, he had Matt Damon in like a small clip of, of uh, Thor Ragnarok. I don't remember that. He was he was playing his brother in the play. Yeah. Remember? Was that one cameo? That was Matt Damon. I don't remember. <laughs> I've seen that movie a couple times. Is, there a, is Thor going to be fat in this one too? I hope so. Yeah, me too. Fat Thor is funny, bro. Yeah. Well, back to the question. My favorite movie of all time is <laughs> simply the greatest. Call me by your name. Uh, it is a good movie. Yeah. We're going to start talking about other things besides movies. Oliver, 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 Oliver. Oh my What's God. Up? I'm not an ASMR fan, man. I'm going to take that. Bro, that's, that's the fucking movie. That's what happens at the end, bro. After he's like, hey, we, we hooked up. Bro. I know. On the phone, he's like, I'm, I'm getting to, married. I'm about bro. to get married, bro, mm-hmm. to this chick. And then he cries. He's like, oh, Oliver, shit. bro. The reason why calling my name is so good is because of the peach scene, dude. Man. Dude, fuck that peach scene, dude. Yeah, bro, there's some yeah, literally, bro. He fucked it. He fucked the peach. Holy <laughs> 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 shit! But gentlemen, I'm not your girl. 
Oh, fuck, and, uh, dude. God damn it. I forgot he fucked Marcia, bro. She Marcia's hot, dude. She, he fucked her over. And he's like that. He's like, no, no. no. Marcia? Marcia. 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 Marge. Marcia. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the homework. Anymore. I cannot do it. Bro, have you seen that TikTok of that girl doing um, Marge Simpson? Was she saying the Godfather scene? She's like, you massacred my boy. <laughs> like, she's like, but she says it in the Marge Simpson voice. And she's like, no. look at how they massacred my boy. Damn. No, I saw the girl do the SpongeBob voice one. Like the, the guy who just gets pissed at everything. <laughs> like he's just like, what'd you put in my drink? <laughs> and then SpongeBob, I, what? Gosh, dude. Bro, voices, music, and other things, man. Well, gentlemen... It's a good place to, to wrap up. Cool. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for being on the People Club as always. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? You too? It should, it should derail pretty fast, bro. Derailed? Derailed. I think there was like a moment where we're like, oh, you want to talk about different things? And then, and then you that's know. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it, it went to you saying nine randomly. Yeah. That's what you guys get for wanting 10 more minutes. Of the other things on the music The other things, podcast. exactly. Correct. Yeah. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Thanks for your closing thoughts, gentlemen. I appreciate you guys being on. I, I appreciate you guys being on the People's Cup. Thank you for being who you are. When are we going to talk about been. DMT? I thought that's what I was here. Oh, drugs? <laughs> I got to order it from the you UK. Haven't done, you haven't done DMT yet, have you? I have. Really? I have done DMT. Wait, when? It was last summer. Did you break through? 2020. I didn't. Um, what does that mean, breakthrough? Supposedly, uh, you have to take enough of it to like get through this tunnel. <laughs> Apparently, you're like in this tunnel if you don't take enough, and then if it's you all take visual. enough, you will go through the tunnel and and see some elves and stuff. I didn't experience that. Some elves? You experienced death, man. Ego death, supposedly. Yeah. I didn't feel like I died, but I have done enough shrooms to know what that feels like. <laughs> we can talk about that next podcast, next episode, next podcast. I'm coming on to DMT talk about and psychedelics, shroom shrooms, and how it relates to music. And then we'll bring our boy Steve. And we're going to do the podcast while you're I'm high. Done. I haven't done Before. drugs in a while, though. What are drugs? I can't do drugs. Nine. <laughs> so stupid. Gentlemen, thank you for being on the People's Cup. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Josh, um, you know, for uh, producing the podcast. You know, also, my listeners and viewers, if you guys go, have go any, with this one, Josh. <laughs> if you have any interest in creating a podcast and getting it edited, reach out to my boy, Just Josh Perez, on Instagram. He is more than welcome to help you out. Hey, wait, hey, Josh has a website. He does have a website. What is it? JustJoshPerez.com? Yes, sir. We'll go onto his website and sign up for his OnlyFans.com. <laughs> I'm sure you'll really like what you see. But anyway, stay safe, guys. Enjoy this time that we have left. Um, COVID is almost over, hopefully. And hopefully we'll be back at FX. You're <laughs> to get out, dude. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out.